And cut. Does anyone know what that music is? Super Bowl. That, my friend, is the Lombardi Trophy procession music. And Michael, I would like to say congratulations. The first person to congratulate you after the Dalvin Cook trade, congratulations on winning (laughs) the fifth year of the Kelly's Corner conglomerate with the trade. Very exciting. Happy for you. What a season it's been. Uh, Oh, boy. There's still games to be played. I don't think I've ever seen a season where this many elite, elite players have just been tossed aside from their teams like an empty bag of candy. It's crazy. It is. Well, to to kick things off, Evan and I are happy to be joined by Michael Howe and EY, Eric Young, two phenomenal members of our league. How are you guys doing? Good. Uh, Very happy to be here and join the show. I mean, I'm speechless. This is this is an honor. I got I Michael, got I got chills during that opening. Wow. I know Michael has he's made a couple appearances on the pod. Eric, is this your first? This is my first time doing not only this podcast but any type of podcast. It's it's a weird feeling. I don't even know how to act. I'm like antsy. I'm like walking around my apartment. I don't even know where to go. Yeah, it's, UI, it's I think ex- UI is a natural. Yeah, it's an extreme. It's an acquired taste, but so far, so far, it sounds like you guys are doing uh, doing pretty good. All right. Well, we can, I guess, piggyback off that opening there. And Mike, do you just want to take us through the conversations with Jack on that blockbuster trade? Um. Actually, well, I saw I received the messages in the group me saying. Dalvin Cook is going to be traded tonight <laughs> or uh, tomorrow at some point. And, like, Jack just continues to throw around his players and just wave them in front of other, like, league members. Like, it's just, like they're just bait. Like, he really has no regard for how his players feeling, like, how they feel. Um, I mean, when a manager just, like, openly trying to trade his players, I don't know how that makes your, your team Feel, you know, yeah, so it's not like, great for your team's morale. I feel um, like typically in negotiations, you don't want to let the other parties in on what you're trying to do. But Jack <laughs> yeah. is just the total reverse and yeah. spells out what he wants to do. Yeah, it honestly then, reduces the value. It's like, hey, I'm trying to get rid of this guy. Yeah. Like, I don't want the number two running back on my team at all. Make me an offer. And then, like, <laughs> okay. What, what was Jack's exact quote in the group? He was like, I don't care about the controversy. Dalvin Cook is being dealt or something like that. Yeah. He was just he goes, like, just giving him away. No, he said, he said he wants the controversy. Let me, let me pull it up. It was, yeah, it was something crazy like that. Yep. He goes, Dalvin Cook will be traded in the next few days. I'm looking forward to causing serious controversy in the league. Dot, dot, dot. Good night in all caps. And then good. it was not good night. Less than five minutes later, I received <laughs> yeah. a trade request out of nowhere. Zero conversation was had before. I get a trade request, and then I get a phone call. Oh, my Jack. God. Do and we know Jack. if Jack's team is this complete same as when he first started? So, like, is there any of the same players, or does he have all the yes. same players now? Godwin. Yeah. No. I had Godwin. No, Jack had Godwin from the start. Yeah. He Wait, did, no yeah. way. No, I, no I, I remember. I'm pretty sure I traded 
uh, him Godwin. When? Mm. Or, or no, 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 that was Sutton. I'm sorry. I traded him Sutton. So he got Sutton for me, and then he wanted Godwin. Who did he get Godwin from? I think he drafted Godwin. He drafted Godwin. I traded for Godwin. And the... then you tra- – oh, and then he traded him back. Wow. Circle yeah. of life. Godwin was in the Waller trade, if I remember correctly. Yes. It was Marvin Jones and Waller for Chris Godwin. So, Mike, you've traded with Jack two times now. Yeah. So, so have wow. you, right, Eli? Uh, I think I just traded – oh, wait. I might have traded him with him twice because I just made that trade. No, no, it was just once. Just I once. made the Montgomery trade with uh, Mike. No, didn't you trade – Ey? didn't you trade – weren't you the Devonta Freeman trade and then you also traded Sony Michelle to him in a separate trade? Maybe. I'd have to look again. Because it was Sony and Cortland in one trade, and then Freeman. I forget what the Freeman trade was, but I think it was two separate trades. I think wow, it was so, two. So Jack's been a part of four trades between the, the two California boys. That is unbelievable. Jack is the Seattle Mariners GM of our league. <laughs> And it just so happens we're, you know, one in three in the standings, too. Imagine, yeah, that... if, Jack, imagine if Jack had draft picks that he would be allowed to trade. He'd have like, <laughs> nothing left. He'd okay, have like, his next Jack years like, Jack... Like, given away to other teams, but he'd, be, but he'd be in the group telling people how fire his team is. Jack is playing franchise mode on Madden with the intent of only playing one year. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it it's it really doesn't make any sense. And this is this is this is what Jack's fatal flaw has been in my opinion cuz I think he drafts good teams generally, but then he'll lose a hard luck game, like he'll just get a bad beat. And then he like he goes like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde on his team. Like his team is good and he just views it as like the ugliest girl at the dance and he wants none of it. And then he yeah. trades everybody away. And then yeah. he gets really hyped up, and then he has another devastating loss, and the cycle just continues and continues until he loses in the first round of the playoffs. Jack was in panic mode after he put up, like, 158 in that loss to B-Smith. Like, clearly your team is good. <laughs> yeah, he put up I, – I, yeah, yeah that, that's true. Yeah, Jack's mentality might just be that uh, the following day after his – matchup is like the end of the season like he needs to it's all or nothing like he needs to just make every move possible to make sure that he goes into the playoffs i think it's backfiring on him well i I mean i did the same thing last year but except it was probably way worse but i think you just need to like and what i like tried to do this year was just like assess your team each week based off of how your team's doing not the result of your match you know what i mean right 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 it's like knee-jerk reaction for him. Long term. Yeah, I think it's always better to look at your points anyway than your record, at least in the in the first few weeks of the season. But true. What do I he's know? Big analytics guys. And Jack Jack says he's not a numbers guy, but I think he is a numbers guy. Any anytime he says he's not a numbers guy, then he drops like a, a three paragraph stat of something <laughs> crazy. So funny. All right. Well, EY, question for you. Your your presence in the group me, I think you've established a, a clear brand and something I like to call your secret sauce. 
and I think it's silence. It's it's deafening. So just care care to comment on that, please. Oh man, uh, where to begin? Um, I, you know, I think coming into this year, um, I had the mentality that I was just gonna like be silent, but be super sneaky. So like the trades that I made, like I didn't talk about it at all in the group chat. Like I just went about my business. But the times that I did talk in the group chat, I just wanted everyone to know that I'm here and that I care because I feel like there are a lot of there's a lot of chatter out there that the the first inaugural commissioner was not invested in the league, and um, so but I don't want to go overboard here. I don't want to too much, too extreme because I don't want it to backfire on me. I want to still be humble and I want to still be um, you know. Silent but deadly. That's what. I, that's that's my mentality this year, and so far it's worked out. I mean, last last week's matchup did not go as planned against Jake, but um, I do feel like my approach this year has been a lot better uh, than other years. Um, so I mean, if if things get a little bit more heated as we get closer to the playoffs. And I get some shots given to me when we get closer to, you know, uh, the standings being like finalized for the playoffs. I think maybe I'll start lashing out. It just depends on who fires first. That's I, pers- my thing. I personally love it because I've at first I was like, oh, I wish UI would participate more. But then I started to realize that UI is always watching. Like I, I'll drop a little note in the group me. I'm like, UI like this. <laughs> if you if you see it, and then lo and behold, you like it within like twenty minutes. So I'm like, okay, oh, Eric, I, Eric, I, Eric is paying attention. But I do just, some. I do some moments. late night, late night Pacific time reading, is what I like to call it. It's very sneaky, and there's nothing worse than losing to you and then just having no reaction. Yeah. <laughs> just nothing. It 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 kills me. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's brutal. It actually kills me. It's like uh, it's like it's like death by a thousand pain, like like silent cuts. I'll say this: um, I was very close to speaking out when Jake, and this is something I wanted to bring up on the podcast. Is you last week said good win before Jimmy Graham started to play, and I knew for a fact that that was going to come back to haunt me. It didn't. I ended up winning, luckily. But then this week, Jake, I don't know if you guys caught it, but Jake said good win before Saquon Barkley took the field. And <laughs> Saquon did. needed to put up 28 points to tie. So I was very close to saying something <clears throat> then, but I didn't. I didn't. I held back. That's how, that's how Jake gets you. He'll bait you into saying something, but that's, that's impressive well, restraint that's right. to not that's fire back. That's completely your move. You practically wrote the Bible on congratulating your opponent before. No, are you kidding? Definite. That's Morin. No, that was you, Ryan. It's always it was definitely Morin and Ryan a little bit, but mainly Morin. I I associate that the most well, with Ryan. I associate it with Morin in real life because for the past two Saints NFC championships, I've gotten a text from Morin, <laughs> and both of those games have backfired. So I, I might block his phone for the playoffs this year. <laughs> I think I think yeah I think I think Morton takes like a sick enjoyment out of watching other people's teams lose, but then <laughs> I think you specifically 
do the congrats or I'm so happy for you in fantasy. Okay, you're may- maybe you're right. Um, yeah, Jake, Jake, that was a typical Jake win this week. Like, you'll get three or four of those a year. Like, has no running backs. His team was projected, like, 60 points by like on, like, Friday. That trade happens with Kenny and Drake, and then he uh, he ends up winning against a hot team in the league. So, Yeah, uh, with the one week that Kenny and Drake is actually going to play – as the lead back in that offense. That's the only week. <laughs> Guys, I have something to say about Jake, by the way. This, this, might, this might blow you away. I did some research here. I came prepared. How many years of this league do you think Jake finished the season with zero moves? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> with zero, like, actual, like, waiver moves? Moves made. But, yeah. I'd say maybe two of the years. Ryan? I would be shocked if it's even one. I didn't even know that's possible. No, I feel, like, I feel like there was one year his team just never changed. I feel like you want me to say three. There's just no way. There, it's I refuse. two. Oh, my God. Two. And he actually <laughs> did it the first two seasons. He had zero moves. And then 2017, three moves. God. <laughs> 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 Average of one per year. That is <laughs> mind-boggling. I think I think there was one year that Jake had. He drafted two kickers, two defenses, and a backup tight end, and he rode that team the entire way. My. Because <laughs> I remember you... looking at his team, and it was like his bench was like a wide receiver and a running back, <laughs> and then just like grit. So, could you imagine? Could you imagine making zero moves? I know. <laughs> I make like one move a day. Yeah, well, yeah, Evan. Geez. Evan, speaking to you, you have had a lot of success in the league, obviously, and you are consistently above forty, like thirty to forty um, moves each year. So, is there a correlation between amount of moves made and success? I don't know. I think so because if you think about it, like last year. My team was a huge beneficiary of free agent ads because I got Nick Chubb and Marlon Mack combined. And like that year Jeez. it just worked out. That year it just worked out for me where I got two like high high uh, high reward uh, running backs off the free agent market. But I feel like if every week you just keep adding and dropping yeah. these like high potential guys, eventually you'll hit. And then, yeah, you had 65 <laughs> last year, Evan, and yeah. you came in second. Mike has 61 this year already, and he's in first. <laughs> That's crazy. It's just – it's like vol- – it's not just volume. It's quality. Like, you yeah, know, it's just, quality. This is the timing. Like, yeah. Like, I, I mean, like, people are complaining about the waiver wire, like Lou, who's been like – he couldn't have been well farther than sixth on the list every single week, and he's complaining about waivers. I've been picking last every single week. <laughs> Well, I think I think the free agent is where you end up making most of your uh, yeah. I wait to money, see who like, didn't get picked. I wait anyway. to see who didn't get picked, and then I look at news throughout the week. No, it definitely it definitely is a volume game though when it comes to transactions because like if you make that many moves up and down on these kind of like lottery tickets, eventually you'll hit on a few of yep. them. So, but I do I I would like to see the waivers changed. I mean, I I obviously it's benefited me some years. Having it just be uh, the inverse standings, but 
I think it's just more fun if it's the free agent auction. I still think it should be a live event. That would be so funny. Yeah, but that would be Everybody's going to wake up at 2 a.m. Eastern. <laughs> well, we know, we know who wouldn't wake up, and that's Jake. No, Jake would Jake. sleep through it. Jake, no, Jake might wake up and just scroll the whole time and not make a single move. Um, I have a topic for a, a potentially another podcast, but I think on that note, I think we need to have a live draft, like getaway destination draft for our league yeah. at some point in time. Yeah, you could just sync that up with a golf trip. Yeah, yeah it, it'd, be un- happen. it'd be unbelievable. Yeah. Nothing but, yeah, we that, that draft day at 96 – will oh go God. down in history. That was Man. insane. Yeah. There's so many storylines around around that draft. Yeah. Like, Walsh. <laughs> Walsh. Yeah, Walsh throwing up and ending up with four quarterbacks. <laughs> Jack, Jack drinking the uh, coffee and vodka. Billy being there. And then that was, that was the yard day. day. <laughs> yep. That, that's, that's like, that had enough storylines to be like an Italian. What opera. year was that? 2016. 2016. Oh. Oh my god. That was in uh that was in ninety six. So pretty crazy. That was uh to think Chris about that. Ash's first first year. Ash era. Yeah. Rest in peace. RIP. Um yeah, that's that was wild. That was just a wild draft. Um and twenty sixteen was also the year that Mike traded Todd Gurley and Sammy Watkins for Devonta Freeman. Devonta Freeman and who was it? Was it Lockett? Tyler I don't Lockett? know. I just I know that I was some receiver on the Seahawks, and that was critical. I panned. won. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> nope, nobody was happy about that. And then he ended up winning the league. Primarily, well, Le'Veon Bell had that fifty-point game in the yeah, playoffs, we, but then Devonta Freeman had a huge semifinal. And final yeah, I rode Le'Veon Bell like a horse, and Blake yeah, Bortles so, was my quarterback. Oh, the boat. The boat. Wow. Oh, that's that's where you just have to wonder when, when people say there's a winner or loser of a trade right when it happens. Like, remains to be seen. For sure. Also, I'd like to bring this up because I don't think this was discussed enough. I see – I'm starting to see some cracks in Jack's, uh, in Jack's confidence where – on one hand, he's saying his team is so fire, but then Walsh blatantly gives him a compliment and tries to say, like, Jack, don't listen to the haters. Like, just let your record do the talking. And Jack lashes out at him. Mm. He's cornered. He's cornered. That's tough. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like a cornered, like, he's like a cornered grizzly bear. I mean, he's, sit- he's sitting but, at three and five. I mean, he's got to be looking at that record thinking, like, what do I have to do? I mean, I gave him a lot of value, to be fair. He's three and five? Haven't we played he's nine three, games? He's three, five, and one. Oh, he tied no. Danny. Oh, yeah. I think that, that tie happened because of a fumble. That's crazy. <laughs> I, think, I think, Mike, I think you gave – I think it, it was a fair trade in theory, like, on paper – I just don't know why Jack wanted to trade Dalvin Cook. I'm not sure either, but <laughs> I was willing to – very much willing to receive that floor and that ceiling for Godwin, who God knows what's going to happen – well, no pun intended. God knows what's going to happen with, like, Mike Evans is just, like – his targets have been through the roof lately. Yeah. It's insane. Well, yet – They've been anytime they've played. Like Godwin's gotten back down to like a true number two role in that offense. 
Yeah, well, that's because they when he when Mike Evans is double covered, they just straight up won't throw to him. Uh... But the last the last few weeks, they've it's only been single coverage. And they've, he's just been, like, ripping them apart. Yeah. And then I just was kind of – like, as much as I love Tevin Coleman and Matt Breida, like, love them, I was so sick of – like, you, you can't – you have to play both of them because you don't know which one's going to go off. Yeah. And he, they're not a guaranteed 20 points a week since, like, 50% of their weeks they haven't gotten 20 yeah. points. And also, Breed is the most injury-prone player. I've ever it, seen. Yeah, as soon he as gets hurt whichever snap. one gets hurt most, it's just going right in. Like they literally just slide in and take the rollover. Yeah. So there, there will never be a true bell cow in that offense. The only reason that Coleman had four touchdowns that day was because Breed left in the second quarter. Yeah. Also, Matt getting Dalvin Cook is huge, but then also getting Madison like you. That was that was the there. that was the sealer because he originally didn't send it. I said I'll do it if you put Madison in there. Yeah, because Madison looks unbelievable every time he goes in. But um, okay, uh, so we have we have one uh, one one question for you, Mike. Uh, this is from our readers. If you could, or listeners, choose one thing you can never do again: work out or watch football. You can never do again. Is that actually a question? <laughs> yes, you have to answer it. Work out. I would never – I would rather could, watch football. You would never work out again? Yeah. I'll get okay. – uh, yeah. Uh, th- can I run? Can I do something else? <laughs> no, you have to be a total cow. Oh, boy. So. God. All right, that's fine. I'll find, I'll find a girl that will appreciate me for my personality. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's I, just no I way. Love I could, that. There's just no way I could not watch football. Yeah, because if you think about it, at some point you're gonna have to stop. Yeah, exactly. Out. And guess what? 80s. Football's still gonna be there. Maybe, maybe. For yeah, us. exactly. It'll be, it'll be flag. Fo- it'll be flag football by then. <laughs> yeah. it'll be Mike, it'll... if you were blind, would you listen to football? Whew. I think you would have to. Like, I think listening to college football would be more exciting. So you would still listen think... to football and never work out again. <sighs> Dude, the fact the fact that Mike has to think about it it just <laughs> yeah. speaks volumes. But otherwise right, you wouldn't Mike, know you're what's going. You're just gonna, oh, you can't even look at box scores because you're blind. <laughs> no, we well, could hear, you could hear somebody say like on the radio. I think if I was uh, if I was blind, I guess that yeah, I guess that would be a deal breaker. You would How are you gonna work out blind though? Just sit on a bike. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds miserable. Just a permanent, you just you would just need a permanent spotter. Yeah, miserable. I'd rather listen. All right, what if you were what if you were blind and deaf? So you could only just somebody could just tell you via like tapping on your wrist what the scores were that week. <laughs> I don't even know how you. No, that's just not worth it at that point. You, you get the you get the box scores in braille. It's a braille like, tray. Then, like, you feel yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so there, 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 is a, there is a breaking point there. <laughs> What's the point of even working out at that point? You heard it here first. Mike has to be blind and deaf <laughs> before he gives up football. That's, that's true love. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the most emotional, uh, the most emotional revelation we've had on this. Better, podcast, better than the notebook. Yeah. 
Um. All right, uh, Ryan, do you want to uh, you want to move on to the next segment? Ey, we know that you're uh, a man of taste, a taste maker when it comes to music. Mm-hmm. When you set your lineup, is there a a specific EDM mix that you listen to? Perhaps your own. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I probably wouldn't listen to my own mix just because I I feel like over the past couple of years, my own instincts haven't treated me well just based on my record so i'd have to probably go external here and i'd probably listen to just like straight up like my go-to's like tritonal and audience and i've probably set my best lineups listening to like audience new songs that come out just just put that on and just set the lineup and then for some reason his uplifting music just uplifts my team it's just simple as that wow let the the milk flow yeah. Yeah. That's 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 the uh, that's another one of his secrets. Yeah. Audien Audien mix. And by the way, I'm making notes. Does, Evan, I I don't mean to scare you, but Audien's new album does come out on Friday. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'll have to indulge. Wait. So I, are you? Is Ey playing Evan this weekend? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, but if I listen to it too, it'll yeah, just cancel, cancel it each out. other out. Tie. But what happens? What happens? Yeah, what happens not... if uh, Ey listens to Tritonal and Evan listens to Audience? What happens then? Oh, that—that's the uh, movable object versus the unstoppable force. I, I think I have a tiebreaker here. Audience going to be playing in Omni in San Diego on Friday. Okay. If I go, to the concert, I think it's an automatic win. Have, UI... him, have him set your lineup. Bring your laptop. I, I will. I'll rush the stage and get him to just set my lineup for me. Just, just mm-hmm. scream like "start" or "sit" from the crowd. <laughs> oh, speaking of playing each other, Mike, did you and Jack realize you were playing each other this week when you made that trade? <sighs> yeah, I knew I was playing Jack, and I, I don't didn't... think Jack did though. Unless no, I don't he definitely he did. did. Well, he would have been even more inclined to do it, <clears throat> but. No, I didn't put it into effect. But I would rather not play against Dalvin Cook than Chris Godwin. But now that I say that, it's going to come back to Hami because they're playing the Cardinals. So that's like mm. the Cardinals don't like to play defense. So true. Yeah, that's true. All we'll right. see. We'll see what happens. I, just thought that I, I mean, I guess you just got to I look was, at it as, in a like, perspective. Actually, it was, I finally last year I made that trade because I wanted to win the next week. This year I was like, oh, I'm making this trade for the long term rather than this week. Well, yeah, you're at, eight, at what, 8-1 and one or 7-2 and two or whatever it is. You can make those long-term trades. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I guess, Ryan, do you want to uh, step into the kitchen for this next segment? Sure. EY, I know our time in, in Bartlett and at Rutgers was all about making memories. And yeah. something that I hold dearly is when EY stepped into the kitchen, whether it was the baked mac and cheese or when he whipped mm. up a nice gin bucket or what have you. But we, we would like to step into this next segment called EY's Bartlett Bistro, where we're going to power rank your top four offerings, which include... The baked mac and cheese, 
the EY breakfast special with the breakfast sandwich, the gin bucket, and finally, jello shots. Oh, man. Uh, And I'm power ranking these? I think it's just we'll open the floor to debate, but I'll let EY, you can lead off with your number one. Or should we start, should we go bottom up? Yeah, I think I think you guys take it away, and I'll, I'll come in last and give you mine. Okay. I think. Okay. Oh, it's, I mean, my number one. It's it's got to be the baked mac and cheese. That's yeah. like steady. Yeah. Always, always a steady ten out of ten. It's synonymous. That's that's the first thing that comes to mind for me when I think of the bistro. Um, I would say Gin Bucket is probably number two. Um, I I think I've only ever had Gin Buckets at the Bartlett 215 apartment or a Gin Bucket that was originally made in Bartlett 215. So I, I would pretty strongly correlate that to, uh, to EY's concoctions. Um... And then I think Jello shots at three. Wow! Oof! Is, Oof! What? Uh, see, see only that? because only because <laughs> only only because my top what the bruh moments came when we would spend all afternoon making Jello shots, like slaving away. <laughs> my fingers are dyed like a different color. Like filling up those little uh, medicine cups, <laughs> we lay them out meticulously <laughs> on the island. All of Jack's friends come over. Five minutes later, there's no Jello shots left, and all of his friends have gone. And we're just back in the apartment, like staring at each other, like a whirlwind just hit. <laughs> and there's just medicine cups all over the place, empty. Wow. We made Mike? some messes. And, Mike, your um, input. I like the one too. I think they're interchangeable depending on your mood. Like if you want, like I actually it had been a while since I thought about the gym bucket and now I'm sitting here thinking about it and it sounds really good. Um, it's just so refreshing. And so like, especially now on like these Saturdays or Sundays, just a nice glass of the gym bucket would be amazing. I think that would probably go ahead of the mac and cheese and then the mac and cheese would be close, close second, like one A, one B. EY for the oh sorry go ahead Mike no you're good and I would go breakfast sandwich wave over Jello shots I agree with that and I don't get me wrong I love the Jello shots but absolutely my Achilles heel were those Jello shots (laughs) they get you they just come out of nowhere Ryan Ryan would be standing at the island and he would just be downing them like and slow like no one would watch him too he would just be like taking them and just throwing them away. And no one would see him do it. And then all of a sudden, you see Ryan at the other side of the room, and he's just on another planet. Yep, not good. But I was going to ask EY, for the, for the younger generation in our league, can you run through the recipe and the, the ingredients that go into the gin bucket? Ooh, man, it's been, it's been like now two or three years since I've made one. Um, but really, it's, it all goes first with the – the, the the lime juice that you use. So you have to use regular, just like natural limes. But then you also have to get, so some people choose Sprite or like 7-Up. No, 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 you can't do that. You can't use that. 
You have to use the um, fresca. What's the fresca. You have to use the fresca. That's right. Got, I knew it was some like it. Yeah, that's unique soda. Good. Yeah. So the fresca's got the zest. It's got the zest that you need to really bring it up that notch because the gin is so like it's so overpowering that you need to cut it with like the really nice fresca taste. And then after that, you got to put the limeade concentrate, you know, the frozen limeade. Yeah. You throw that in and then you need a lot of ice. You can't have it warm. If it's warm, you might as well just not drink it. Um, Jack might drink it warm. He would drink anything, Um, but you have to get it really cold. And then, um, I mean, after that, you kind of just let it brew. The longer you let it brew, the longer, the more it's going to just, just be the best thing you've ever tasted, which I think I've never really made a gin bucket that I didn't like. Didn't you also put apples in it? No, that was the apples I did. Oh, wait, no, maybe I put like green Granny Smith apples in yeah, one time. I thought I remember eating those like at the end of the night. Yeah. And they were gin bucket yeah. flavored. Yeah, I've had, I've had a lot more success with the gin bucket. I did the ju- the jungle juice a couple times, and the jungle juice is just can be an oh, yeah, absolute yeah. mess. Like, it could go two ways. It could either just taste like absolute like medicine, or it just is amazing. But I, I can never get that one right. But the gin bucket, I would say in terms of power rankings, that is like almost a tie with the mac and cheese for me because of the amount of memories that I have and that we have as a friend group that we have with the gin bucket. It's just like in terms of memories alone, take the taste away. And just like if you think back to it, it just sparks so many memories. So it's I would true. probably I would probably put like truly gin does. bucket and then I would probably put both of those the gin bucket and the mac and cheese as a tie and then the other ones are kind of just like toss ups it's kind of like what you were saying before like just if you're in the mood for it, it depends on the day uh, the the jello shots I didn't really care for just because I feel like we use them to entertain it wasn't as much like really for us it was like all right here's the jello shots so we can you know, have a party and people will come to it. Yeah. Very fair. Yeah. That's true. See, I didn't know that there was the frozen lime concentrate in the gin bucket, but now it all makes sense. I think that's the secret ingredient. I actually can't believe I gave it away. Well, noted. Yeah. All right. Well, that was, that was fascinating. I I enjoyed that. Evan, do you want to kick off this, this last segment? All right. Um, yeah, for, for this last one, I think we would be remiss not to allow everyone currently on the podcast a chance to brag a little bit. Um, so we'll be entering the brag zone. And I think to start, uh, these will be very specific brags. So, uh, Mike, why don't you let us know what your current PRs are in the uh, weight room right now? Oh, my God. I don't even know. <laughs> the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> is, they're, they're that no, high? the working out is taking a, a serious uh, backseat to what football. Were, what were they at their peak? <laughs> what what were they at their peak? Uh, I think squat was back squat was three eighty five. All right, so almost almost as much. Deadlift as was four fifty. Oh, we don't bench, so I don't know what that would be. You don't bench in no. CrossFit. Pull ups. Yeah, pull ups. How many pull-ups could you do? Um, the, like, weird, like, kipping ones. Like, I don't know, a lot. Not that many anymore. <laughs> I'm getting, like, so fat. Um, 
higher than you can count. No, no. Uh, like strict, like just like the way you're supposed to do them, like strict, like no swing or anything. I think 15 was the most I ever did. Not bad. And now it'd be like 10. <laughs> I'd say that's still pretty good. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I could do ten right now. <laughs> I'm not a big pull-up guy personally. They're they're, they're over. Yeah, I... Okay, um, Ryan, why don't you tell us about your plans this week, uh, and uh, and tell us why why that is. Well, <laughs> before our podcast today, I had to Evan and I were game planning on different segments, and we had one idea which will. We'll keep behind closed doors for now as it's being workshopped, but I had to break the news to Evan that I can't pod next week and I'm I'm sure this will be much to the much to the dismay of Jack, or I guess pleasure, depending on how you look at it. I guess it opens up another window for him to swoop in with a pod. But I will be traveling to a company retreat in Las Vegas, which I am looking forward to. Oh wow. my god. Wow. Is it it's what it's all joke. paid for? It is. Oh, that's electric. What a joke. He's been at the company for what a week? They barely even know. Well, my 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 <laughs> job technically my job has stayed the same, but I like all the people on my floor are totally different, so I don't know. Is that who you're going with? It's our like whole whole company, so I like, guess nationwide, like all the offices. Oh, are you gonna see anybody from Yeah, the I'll see place? the I'll see the Chicago office will which will actually be super oh, fun. Yeah. Nice. Hit up the blackjack table. That's all I really know how to play, so that that's where I'll be. Wow. That's electric. I am very excited for it. Yeah, well, I guess uh I guess I'll just be sitting on my thumbs all week not having a podcast. Um EY, why don't you uh why don't you just pick a brag out of thin air about your general life right now? Something uh give us a little taste of what it's like to be oh, Eric. Man, I mean where do I begin? No, just kidding. Um, I think just, uh, you know, I think the, the weather outside today was, you know, 72 and sunny the whole day. So that's, that's real nice to just be constantly in a state of just pure bliss with the weather. Um, so I think that overall is my, my brag of just my current life is just being in warm weather. It just brews, it just brews every aspect of my life to an absolute boil um but i mean other than that i mean i think just um you know having a having a girlfriend is just pretty pretty awesome imagine i think think, you know just being in love it's a it's a it's 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 just pure pure happiness wow um, wow you know i i that might hit hard for some people that might listen to this but um you know people might people People might get motivated for it, you know. Maybe hit the hit the social media, hit the hit the dating apps. Kind of, kind of feel the same bliss that I'm feeling. I think I've read about that that feeling a couple of times, but not not quite. I see sure. it. Yeah, not quite sure that, what that is. I see but it it the, sounds nice. In the, in the group me post that Chris and uh, Billy share. Yeah, that's about <laughs> as much. <laughs> uh, and Evan, I. Uh, I think everyone always knows this and something that they, they see it's a, a constant presence in your life. And anytime you see Evan, I guess, walking around in, in social settings, you know that he's always in, in good hands. And it's, it's a great relationship that he has. And 
it's his barber. His, just steady hands, always, always clean cut, and he always shows up looking fresh. His relationship is with Emily is obviously phenomenal too, but I think the the barber <laughs> takes the cake. Yeah, if I had to rank them, um, it would honestly be tough. I mean, obviously. I live with Emily, so wow. you know, for my own my oh, own safety, man. I probably have to that's, say. Her. I think that's I think that's the brag right there. That's a huge brag. Yeah, but at the same <laughs> at at the same time, me and my barber do have a special connection that I don't think could be replicated again in my lifetime. Actually, I the apartment that I live in now is above a barber. But I drive back the hour to my parents' town and go to my, you know, my original barber once a month. And sometimes I'll text him that I'm coming and he'll leave the store open for me late because I'll be like in traffic. And then I get there and the store is closed and the little spinny thing is stopped. And then I pull up and then he opens up the door and then he cuts my hair. Incredible. Wow. Wow. That's 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 a storybook relationship right there. <laughs> yeah. I really don't like to talk about my haircuts too often. I like mostly just say it just to like let you guys know not to treat me any differently. Um Yeah, Evan, yeah, I don't think sometimes. I've I don't think I've ever heard you brag about your hair, but you should. Yeah, I try not to. It's just one of those things it's, like It's our like, responsibility as Evan's friend to keep him grounded. <laughs> yeah like i'll like if like i get invited out someplace um and i'm like hey just to, like let you know i got a haircut <laughs> last week so i've had the perfect amount of time to let it grow in a little bit like do you still want me to like come or not like i understand if you don't and usually people say yeah we still want you to come so usually but you know it's a tough life all right any any Eric or Mike, any closing remarks before we head into this next weekend of games? Mike, I'm um, I'm very excited. I uh, I always I always like stay quiet, and then you know like Sunday comes, and I just like my emotions get going. And I just <laughs> <laughs> I like I get some crazy fingers going. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure with Jack it'll be fun. So. Sunday night's gonna be. Uh, it could be very, very painful for Jack though. With Dak, do you guys have any? Do you have any Monday night? Games? Jack has the 49ers running backs. Oh, and they play on Monday. Yeah, night. and Sunday night I'll be. Uh, I'll have Dalvin and Dak. Wow. Going oh, head to head. Brutal. So that means if you're even if you're up by like forty points on Monday night, you can't you can't even rest. Yeah. No. Because those two can, those two. It's kind of weird it. too. Because tomorrow night I will be having Eckler going against Jacobs. So uh. prediction, prediction for your for your game score. I have no idea what to expect out of my. Like my team's changed so much <laughs> in the past, in like the last uh, after this trade. So you know, hopefully we're consistently putting up one twenty going forward. But it'll depend on. Actually, my team goes as Odell goes right now, so. Okay. It really is. All right. EY? Um, yeah, you know, I think this week is going to be a massive week for me and Evan. Um, I think if, you know, I can kind of get to six and four, I'll feel really good about, you know, solidifying a playoff spot. 
I think my team is really equipped to do well in the playoffs. I have a lot of depth, and obviously having Saquon doesn't hurt as well. Um, I am scared about Evan with um, Mahomes possibly coming back. I don't know if he's playing. Evan, do you know for sure if he's playing or not yet? Andy Andy Reid has been playing very coy with Mahomes' status, but um, I think he has a pretty good chance. He, he put they he said, put in a full uh, practice today. Yeah, they said they're gonna they're gonna let him see how much he can handle. But did you see him sprint onto the field play. when Bucker made that field goal? Yeah, he looks pretty healthy to me. Yeah, well, they were saying that he had a chance to play like the week after he he his his kneecap was like in his calf. <laughs> And they said he has a chance to play this week. And then they're, oh, his knee is built differently than yours and mine. It's like, yeah, obviously. Like, have you seen his arm? He can throw the ball like 100 yards. <laughs> He's Gumby. Yeah, obviously his knee is going to be different too. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to to, to just play it safe. Or maybe they just don't want uh, – who, who are they playing this week? Titans. Uh, maybe Titans. they just don't want to, you know, chip like give anything away or they just want to keep it quiet, have them prepare for Matt Moore. Oh, yeah. Well, that's like the Bengals every single week since like the start of the season. They're like, yeah, yeah, AJ Green might be back this week, and then he just never <laughs> plays. So they just yeah. make, they just make the other team game plan for him every single week. So yeah, but, I mean, if Mahomes does play, I I think it's going to be close. I would almost give Evan an edge, um, just because of how you know dominant Mahomes can be. If he doesn't play, I think that I might have the edge there. Um, but I mean, we'll see. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good matchup. There's a lot of good matchups this week, so I'm I'm excited to watch it all unfold. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, I feel I feel kind of the same way, Ey. I I wasn't looking forward to this matchup all year when it was on my schedule, <laughs> and I do think that your team has gotten better with the trades you've made. So uh, so this should be a good one. I think last year you beat me when you were having that off terrible, year, and I was. And I was in like second place, and you some, you won because I think that was the week that uh, Allen Robinson and Ezekiel Elliott both had like forty points. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, you know overall, I think that you know this this year, I think what was huge, Ryan. You know, thank God you're the new commissioner because I definitely wouldn't have the the balls to make these changes. But you amping up the price of you know the buy-in, I think made a huge difference, at least for me, because now I'm like. This is the only league I think, you know, some of us might be in other leagues. I don't even care about the other leagues. I am so invested in this league. I don't even, like, as long as I win in this league, I'm happy. There's, like, money, I, there's money to be made here. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the money mixed with the bragging rights, mixed with, like, you know, just everything that's involved with our fantastic league, I think that is just, it is a really, really amazing reward in the end of it if you, if you win this league. So I think that, you know, all other leagues are just completely inferior to this one now. So um, that's why I started it off in the beginning of the year. I said right in the group chat, I was like, I care. That's the theme of the year is that I care. That speaks volumes. <laughs> yeah, I think, th- I think that was a message to the rest of the league. And I think, I think everybody's taking note. So yeah. it'll, be, uh, it'll be an exciting second half of the season for, for both your teams, I'm sure. Yeah. Definitely. I think there's there's only four weeks left for the playoffs. Well, if you yeah, if you include the playoffs, which it seems like you guys are both going to. Wow, I well, don't like that. I I I I don't even know what to say to that, Mike. 
So congrats, congrats on the. Oh, playoffs. this is great. Good win, right? <laughs> no, no comment. You'll get no comment from me on that. All right. Well, gentlemen, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. All it was right, a fellas. pleasure. Best right, of luck to all, all right, of you guys. So long, everyone. All right. all right. See you guys. Be good. Right. Bye. See ya.